Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It's high noon on a Tuesday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory for the next two hours here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. Between the two of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest. But what you should know by now, a knucklehead, is that if you want to chime in anytime over the next 120 minutes, you can find us on the Twitter.com at Wesley Euler at the body 52 The body. And Motsi, this is going to be a, a weird one today, all right? Because this is our only show of the week. Yes, weird. So we've got a lot to get to today. I mean, all the fixings today, I mean, you know, and, on the Thanksgiving we, week. Theme. And we still owe not only mm-hmm. Steel Nation Radio, but we owe the electric factor. Mm-hmm. We owe the power grid. That something that we typically say on Mondays that we didn't get the opportunity to say Yeah, yesterday. and we've got the good juju going. It's so, super good right now, man. So we, can, uh, we cannot deny the good juju in this regard. So Arthur Motes. Even though it is a Tuesday. It don't matter to me because it's always a what? A victory! It's always a victory, baby. You know that. Shout out to them 10 and 0 boys taking care of business, man. Handling it in a beautiful fashion, man, from start to finish. I loved all three phases. More important, man, I I love that all three phases work together in concert. Yes. Man, we saw the defense creating turnovers. We saw the defense getting stops, especially on short fields. We saw the special teams unit come up with a big onside surprise onside kick recovery to really uh just take away some of that momentum that the Jaguars had early in the game. We saw the running game come to life a little bit as well, man. Yeah. James Conner looked really impressive. Had a couple big chunk runs. And then man Terrell Edmonds, man. Terrell Edmonds. How about that guy, man? How about him, man? It's been long overdue. We've been talking about his play this season. We know Minka gets all the praise. He deserves it because he's a baller. But, man, we've been talking about Edmonds, and in particular when it pertains to him in coverage and how he's been improving, and not just as a low-hole defender, as a deep middle or deep half safety, something that a lot of people had doubted him and said that he could not do. We saw him come up with two big-time interceptions. The second one was a beautiful job by him, man, pre-snap alignment, disguise, and ultimately the execution on it as well, man. I was just I, – I, I love the whole atmosphere, man. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. And, was... and, and, and my personal element of it. Uh-oh. It's always good when my former coach takes an L. Uh-oh. So, so <laughs> always a good And you don't mean day. Mike Tomlin when you're talking about your Not at all. <laughs> not at all. So, it's all good. It's it all is, good. It is all good. 10-0, Arthur Motes here on this Tuesday. It's just – it's a 10-0 Tuesday. We don't have shows very often on Tuesdays. Uh, we don't have shows often on Tuesday when we're 10 and 0 either. Right. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Wait well, a minute. <laughs> I'll be here show, all week, guys. Don't worry. I'm the, here all week. The, the, this show is for uh, fans of undefeated football teams only, all right? If so, you're not 10 and 0, hey, you can't hate from inside the club. You, you outside the club. You can't even get in, baby. Club, Come on now. You can't get in. Uh, so, again, any, everything is on the table today. We're going to talk about the Jags. We're going to talk about the Ravens. We'll, I'm sure, get some Thanksgiving uh, thoughts I mean, we out gotta there. we got to talk a little turkey day. Uh, I'm sure we'll get some Thanksgiving thoughts out there as well, too. Plenty to get to. But, Arthur Motes, uh, you mentioned the safeties there. You mentioned the defense. You mentioned the running game. Uh, one thing that I we've spent a lot of time talking about this, right? And I don't know if we've reached a 
final verdict. But, man, I, I think it's just I'm ready to stop talking about the run game, right? Like, we've had – We've had a lot of concern. We, we've played CCWP every week. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't mean just completely not talking about the run game, but I mean in that regard. I'm like, not going like to lie to you, though, like funny we've thing. we've done every week. I was going to say funny thing, and it's, it's, it's a little side thought here, but every time you say CCW, it reminds me of, like, CCTV. I instantly start thinking, like, oh, man, is Big Brother watching me here? But I thought continue. you were going to say, like, CCR, like, you know, like, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Um, hey, they fire, too, now. They are fire. But um, we stand focused. We stand focused. Yeah, no, we don't have time for shiny yeah, silver we, objects today. Yeah, we don't today. have that today. Um, the Steelers are what they are, and they're making no bones about that on offense. And and we spent weeks talking about, should you be concerned about it? Should you not? I, I don't think we need to continue to beat that drum when it's obvious that they know what they are as an offense they're not really making any bones about it right like and 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 I think too a lot of people have panicked and said well it's going to cost them at some point I've been guilty of that at moments too when the Steelers last won the Super Bowl they had the 28th rushing attack in the National Football League all right so it's it's been done before where you, you don't have to light the league on fire on the ground in this town to win a Super Bowl always. I just, Motes, they know what they are on the offensive side of the football. It would have been very easy for them to come out against the Jags and mm-hmm. say, all right, the one thing that people are really still nitpicking about us is this run game. Mm-hmm. Let's come out and let's run the ball 30 sometimes yeah. and, and let's get, you know, 160 yards rushing and score a, a handful of rushing right, touchdowns right. because this Jags run defense is not good. They're playing to their strengths, and that is with the ball in seven's hands, uh, distributing to all those weapons available. As we sit here at 10-0, that's an easy mindset to have. Uh-oh. As soon as or if, you know, they were to drop a game and it was largely due to them being one-dimensional, sure. we know as soon as we start the show off, what we'll be talking about. The lack of run game. But should we live and in how our fears and, until but that I think it's a maybe difference. Happens. I think it's a difference between living in our fears and acknowledging a weakness. And, I and, think, and three I think straight games without 50 yards Absolutely. on the ground was – you're right. Yeah. That's and, and, different than just right. a couple a couple bad games. Yeah, and that's my thing. It's like I don't view it as we're living in our fears or we're constantly saying what if, what if, what if. But it's really not a what if. I mean, you look around the league, teams that are playing, you know, the top teams, the, the top opponents, not the Jags, not the Bengals, not the Cowboys – they're not getting out of those games alive with just being one-dimensional. I mean, we saw even the Chiefs going against the Raiders. They had to be multifaceted. We, I mean, we could go down the list of all these teams that are playing against other top team or top-tier teams, and they're having to show multiple facets of their offense. Even like I said with the Kansas City Chiefs, and the reason why I used them is because when we think of a. a a passing attack that could be elite. That's the top. That's of the, the list. top of the list, yeah. right? As much as we love it here in Pittsburgh. It's still levels they, to they it. They mainline adrenaline you know on that saying? offense. So, so for me, when I think about that, and I still see them have to still make sure that they keep the running game involved. They still make sure that they're not just going, oh, no huddle the whole time. Let's just fast break offense. They still, even if it means they might lose a little bit of yardage on a, instead of taking a chunk play, they're going to just, hey, man, we're going to get two or three yards right here on this run. They do that because it still allows them to be flexible and open up their offense so much more. It makes you as a defense have to account for so much, whereas right now, I mean, the Jags defense, let's be real, they were already banged up going into the game. They got even more banged up during the game. So as as good as that win felt, I mean, let's be real. That's not a team that you're seeing in uh, in January and February. So if all our goal is is to beat those ta- those caliber teams, well, then sure, we don't have to talk about the run game. But if we have our eyes set on confetti, 
you're going to have to run the ball at some point. Like you said, even last year in the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes, he cooked all year. That Super Bowl game up until the fourth quarter, remember, he was struggling. It wasn't Mahomes it carrying was that team. It was Williams. It was even debate, should Williams be the MVP of the Super Bowl? Plenty of you people don't, were asking that. You don't get that without having that run game. So even though, and, and this was a really good performance by the Steelers from a running standpoint, but it was very misleading as well. I mean, if you just look at the stat, You'll see over 100. That's what I was going to ask you yeah. next. Because there's kind of been, <laughs> there's been two camps here over the last, you know, uh-huh. what, 40 hours since the Steelers game ended of one that, okay, 89 yards rushing we're, for we're James Conner. We're fixed. back. We're fine. Everything's good. And the other side pointing out that, okay, well, if you take out, what, the 25-yard run. And you had the 25-yard run, the 17. Pair well, he had a, he yards, had a, the, right? the, Yeah, but the 117 was him reversing Phil a la Reggie Bush now. We have, I mean, in the three, what, four years now we've seen James Conner, we have never seen that. So as much as I would love to act as if that's going to be the norm going forward, we know that's more outlier than average. And then another play that stood out to me, now this didn't even count to the rushing total, but this was more so just James Conner performance. The screen pass that he caught, I yeah. think uh, the, the D lineman missed the tackle. I think he ends up getting like 20 yards on the play. The burst that he had with that, we haven't seen a burst like that from James since 2018. So, once again, it's misleading. It, it, I mean, when you watched it, it looked as if, man, James is like the perfect combination of a Benny Snell and Anthony McFarlane. He has speed, power, elusiveness. It was just the perfect storm. But because it's been such a small sample size of that and more of the other, you still know this isn't an issue that's been addressed. And when you look at the runs, like you said, man, a lot of them were – it wasn't James – and this old line is blowing guys off the ball. It was James making a guy miss. It was James making, you know, uh, a reversing field. We talked about that. But even James has some flaws as well. It's in, and I, I was actually had a, I was fortunate I had a chance to talk to Merrill Hodge about it. You know, him being the NFL running back. And some of the things that he was talking about was not only are you having issues with the offensive line that we've addressed in terms of them not being able to dominate from yep. a point of attack standpoint, but he also said the timing for James Conner has been off at times with some of these counter runs and pulls where he's actually being ahead of the blockers or ahead of where the hole is, where the ball's supposed to hit. It's supposed to hit inside, he's taking it outside. It's supposed to hit outside, he's taking it inside. And that's something only a running back can tell you. You know, it's certain things I can tell you as a linebacker right. that he would never see. So that's why when, I, when we talk to Merrill, I'm like, I take that with, with you know, uh, uh, I hold it in high regard sure. because he knows what he's talking about. And when you think of that, it makes sense why we're saying, man, it's been multiple issues. I mean, he even talked about some of the perimeter blocking as well and how those guys really don't get the negative of the run game, but they are big components of the run game, especially when you're trying to get James Conner one-on-one with the safety or a corner. And Randy Feek, and I will say this, Randy Feek, I want to give him some props for this past game against the Jags because he did do a good job with some of his designed runs I agree. to get James Conner one-on-one with the safety, one-on-one with the corner. People don't like to give him praise. We only like to bash him. Or if Ben goes here, yeah, we'll talk about Ben. But those were really good schemed plays. Those were really good calls. That is not Ben. That is not anyone but the OC. So for me, when I saw that, I liked that. But the problem is just the consistency with it. Some plays you get the receiver, they'll make the block. Some plays they miss the block. Some plays the tight end makes the block. And we know the tight end situation was different because they lost Zach, uh, Zach Gentry early in the game, and they also didn't have advancement. Also, they were, stuck with, uh, they were stuck with Eric Ebron, who we know was more receiving type than blocker. So that was also an element that hurt them a little bit from a run game standpoint. But as a whole, man, I just thought Randy Feekner, I liked his his – 
the calls and the yeah. way some of these players are drawn up, even though they necessarily didn't equate to success every time, I like my chances when it's James on a safety or James on a corner. I like that. That's better than 50-50. To me, that's 70-30. I like, I mean, if we do this 10 times, James should win this seven times. Like, that's how I look at those particular plays. And anytime you're able to get that scenario, that's a win for the offense. That's what you want. And that's what you. That's why I say that, that Randy Fickner did a good job in that department right there. I, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. I, I was impressed in that regard. And like I said, I think it would have been very easy for them to come out and just force feed the run game. Mm-hmm and kind of try and get that monkey off their back, if you will, right? That criticism, check that. Uh, like, they have a lot of other things throughout the year off the list and and find something for the rest of us to move on to. But I agree I, I agree with what you said there. I, I thought that that was, that was well drawn up by Randy Feetner, and, and it was clear that that was something that, what was scripted to a, to a yeah, sense, you know what was. I mean? Like, they, like they, that, they were waiting for, for those moments. Yeah, and this is the thing. You don't want to force it, especially when you know you're struggling with it. So I do understand the concept and the sentiment that you were talking about in terms of you don't have to make it where we're going to try to give this back 20 touches for the sake for, of doing it. Feeding them, yeah. Right. You don't have to do that. But I do think the approach that they're taking right now, even though some fans dislike it and they'll, oh, man, it's so predictable. I can't stand this fire the coordinator. He's doing what is necessary. You have to still, as a defense man, we will not respect anything you do if you're not at least attempting the run. You ha- That has to be there in order for everything else to work. I know people will say, well, man, you could just throw the ball and not open up the run game. It doesn't work like that, man. It, it, it just doesn't. It's easier for me to go small ball on small ball and we just play seven on seven all day. That's not going to scare me. What scares you is if you still got the element of a run and now mm-hmm. I can't have those little defenders out there. I got to make my big guys be able to cover as well because we can't stop the run. That's when you're cooking on all cylinders, and that's what this team is trying to get to because talent-wise, I mean, they're capable. When you talk about this offensive line, personnel-wise, they're capable. Even Eric Ebron, we know – he, he probably identifies more with the wide receiver than a tight end. But you look at his body size. You can get in the way. Yes. Like, you, you're you capable of that. And I do feel like in some of these scenarios, and I don't know who this pertains to. I don't know if it's a quarterback thing. I don't know if it's a coordinator thing. But I don't feel that when it pertains to the run game, all 11 guys are held to the same standard from an accountability standpoint. If an O-lineman misses a block in pass protection and Ben gets sacked, everyone's going to talk to the offensive lineman. If a wide receiver drops a pass, everyone's going to talk to that receiver. If Ben has a bad pick, we're all going to talk to Ben. But right now, when it look, when it's run game, you'll see a guy miss a block, and it doesn't like anyone really has any care about it. You'll see a guy looking around, no one really cares. You'll see a guy, he, he starts blocking hard, he wants to stay in and kind of look around. And to me, that that is an issue. I feel like that is something that has to be addressed internally. Mm. But like I said, I don't know their dynamic. I don't know if they're doing it or not. But when it comes to the pass plays, you see it very clearly on tape. Whereas with the run stuff, it doesn't look like it has the same level of significance. And that is another reason to me why the run game hasn't been as effective. It's a difference. If I hold you accountable, you know, hey, I have to operate at this level every time. But if I'm allowing you to, oh, I know you're capable of a, a 10, but when it's the run play, you can give me a three out. It'll be all right this time. As long as you give me a seven next time. But, hey, it could be a five the time after that. That's not going to hmm. be a recipe for success. But when it comes to pass plays, it's like, hey, we all got to be operating perfect. We're all going to be perfect. You look at how this offensive line blocks on pass plays, 
It is night and day compared to run plays, man. The urgency in which they operate with to keep seven up, right? I mean, if I feel like if they utilize that more in the run game, that will help them out as well. And not just the O-line. I'm talking to receivers as well. The energy that they use to run these routes with, look at them when they're blocking. And not just on one or two plays, just throughout the game when they're blocking. That's something else yeah. that has to be addressed, man. Because for the running game to work, you have to do it consistently. It can't be a one-time thing, man. I'm with you on that. In fact, you know, yesterday at 10-0, um, I wrote down 10 things that I think I know for sure about this Steelers team. Mm-hmm. One of them addresses what you just said. Why don't we, when we come back here, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you those 10 things and you can tell me true or false. I like that. Absolutely, you like man. that? Let's Absolutely, do that. Absolutely, man. We gotta... Look at you getting creative here on Thanksgiving hey, weekend, boy. Hey, I see you Thanksgiving week. Let's do it. Uh, we got a bunch of tweets rolling in. At Wesley Euler at the body 52. The body. Uh, like, how... People want to know, is it they get their predictions in now? We got some people sending uh, their predictions. Absolutely. I mean, when, when you, when you going to send them in on, on Monday? I mean, it's true. Hey, hey send them in and today. Get them Co- in. Corey asks if we're getting a Here We Go track. Ooh. That's something I didn't think about. Ooh. I mean, how's your freestyle game? <laughs> I mean, we still do have an hour and 40 minutes before I didn't know if you was like Lil Wayne in a booth. Like, hour and you, 40 you don't need a pen and here. paper. You just cook, you know? I know I the setting probably. isn't right. I know you like to get in the lab and you got to probably you got a creative up. process you go I through. I do have stuff. a creative process. You know, what I'm saying get, get, get unlocks the, the the mind and just frees yourself, man. <laughs> it involves a you, it involves the Roger Wood YouTube video on repeat and just a lot of coffee yeah. and just jotting down random words that and, rhyme and, and, with and each got other. The little dogs is looking like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm just in my mind. Spaghetti, spaghetti, jokes in, jokes in, jokes in, jokes in. All right, I'll try and cook something up here. No promises, Corey, but stay tuned till the end. Maybe we won't sing it twice, all right? Maybe just give me some time. Maybe once before we get out of here. Get the predictions in. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Whatever You know what, Electric Factory, whatever you want to do today, all right? We got you. We're prepared for whatever, man. Whatever you want to do today. We are prepared for whatever. If you want to give us your five-star Friday matchups, if you want to show us the money, whatever you want to do. I'm going to say, hey, hey, listen. Five-star Thursday matchups. Whatever you got, we're with it, okay? We are prepared. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to leave it all out there, right, Motsi? Oh, no question. That's the only way to do it, baby. Because uh, we're going on a long break after this one. Um, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, Steelers Blitz, our only show of the week. Uh, so get those tweets in. Again, at Wesley Euler, at the body 52 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, We got mm-hmm. uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Final thoughts to wrap up. We look ahead to the Ravens. Everything on the table today, including the turkey. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. All right, Arthur Motes, you ready for this? We always ready. What you ready for? Ten games into the season, ten things I know about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, okay. Here we All go. right? Here we go. It's my favorite thing I'm right gonna now. I'm going to lay these out for you. You tell me if I'm right or if I'm wrong or if I'm maybe kind of sort of right but maybe kind of sort of wrong. I'll just say this. I hope you do a good job because I really want this to be my favorite thing to do on a Tuesday. Okay, well, right wait, now this, I don't have – it's, it's open. <laughs> it's an open, open spot, you know. So All right. Here's your audition. <laughs> uh, I wrote – I started this Sunday night, finished it yesterday morning. Ten games into the season, ten things I know about this Pittsburgh Steelers team. Arthur Motz, you'll like number one. 
They don't ask how. They ask how many. Undefeated. And it hasn't always been pretty. It hasn't always been perfect at times. The only thing perfect about this team is their record. Undefeated. But 10-0 is 10-0. Best way to be, baby. The second thing that I know for sure about this Pittsburgh Steelers team is that I love the splash from the defense. Splish splash. But I'm still a little concerned about the chunk plays and the communication breakdowns. This is true. Unfortunately. This is fair? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. I, I think still like they are one of the top two or three defenses in the entire that, National Football League I mean, with, it, without a doubt. <laughs> But they're not yeah. perfect. I, I'll say this, too. As it pertains to some of the miscommunications, especially on defense, it has at least been trending in the right direction. Correct. And I agree with that. It is definitely trending in the right direction. I agree direction. with that, 100%. It's been much better yeah. the last few games than it was the first few games. Number three, something we just talked about in the last segment, the offensive line is really good at pass block at blocking, but, man, they struggle at run blocking. <sighs> <laughs> True words have never so, been spoken. So far, I'm telling no lies, Arthur Mouse. I feel like I'm in church. I'm about to over here preach. <laughs> Talk to him, Pastor Wes. The fourth thing that I know wow. is that the loss of Devin Bush has stunk. It has. Mm-hmm. Like you just alluded to, they are getting better. They are figuring it out. But the loss of Devin Bush has stunk. Yeah. Number five. Aside from the Dallas game, special teams has been a positive for this special teams has been a positive for this team. Absolutely. You've got well, and, and even I guess with the Dallas game, I Yeah, I guess yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Cuz I'm over think, here like, ah, I mean, technically I mean it was bad, but technically they did save it from being a touchdown. Well, they did do that. <laughs> it, it, you've had You've had Ray Ray McLeod flipping fields. Mm-hmm. You've had Ola and company out there forcing turnovers. Chris Boswell has only missed one field goal the entire season. Um, Jordan Berry, aside from the one shank right in his first game back, he has been above a varsity level since he's returned. Special teams have been a positive for this I was going to say, yeah, how do we grade Berry? Do we grade him as if this is like a new year for him? <laughs> like the second son, or do we grade him as like just one full body of work? Clean, clean slate, right? Okay, clean slate. All right, just checking. <laughs> I, I just wasn't sure how like that works from a technical standpoint. Sixth thing, Arthur Motes. Man, it really sucks that this is the year the Steelers are more than likely going to get the one seed and, and have no real home field advantage from it. Because yeah. as you can attest to, there's only a handful of teams in the NFL that have re- real, true home, field, home advantages. field advantages. Yep. Your Buffalo Bills are one of them. Your Pittsburgh Steelers are certainly one of them as well. Kansas City's another Kansas one. Kansas City, yeah, Green man. Bay. There, like, there's a few. Where they have, like, rabid fan yeah. bases. New Orleans is like yes. that. Philly's yes, like man. that. But, I mean, that's what, six that we've named? Yeah. Six or seven. Like, like there's, yeah. there's probably less than ten. In no, the no, National no question. Football Absolutely, man. True rabbit Seattle would be one. Yes. True rabbit home field advantages. The Pittsburgh Steelers have one, and it sucks that more than likely, right, as we sit here right now, yeah, they're going to be playing at Heinz Field, but there's not going to be the 70,000 black and gold clad, terrible towel right. waving psycho. I'm not even going to lie, though, right now. I'm just concerned about them keeping this uh, playoff format as is so we can keep this keep first, the first round, round by. Because, <laughs> man, they flirting with it. I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. <laughs> The seventh thing that I know about this Steelers team, Arthur Motes, speaking of number seven, you know, these things were questioned over the last year with some Heismans and over the last two, three years with some some Wensylvania Gargonzola. But Arthur Motes, what I know for sure about this Steelers team is that Ben Roethlisberger is the best quarterback in the AFC North, and he is by far the best quarterback in the state of Pennsylvania. 
I agree. I mean, shoot, right now they're talking about should they go and make the move to Jalen Hurts over mm-hmm. there in Philly. And your boy, Dougie Peterson. Oh, he's done. He said, this is a quote from me, he said, I don't want to send my team the wrong message that we're giving up if I switch the Carson Wentz out. You want to know something funny about that? <laughs> uh, in 2004, right, when the uh-huh. Eagles went to the Super Bowl uh-huh. but lost to the Patriots, yep. they benched Donovan McNabb that season. Uh-huh. Just just, yeah, just a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and in the AFC North, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Baltimore, you can take those Heismans, you can shot them up real nice. Uh-oh. It is PG thirteen. This is you're right. This is this is this is this is a family program. Yes. But I, I, I think I, I, listen, I think I, you know where I was going with that. I already know you fired up. You sent me the Macho Man Randy Savage this morning. Oh, yeah. So so I could only imagine. I said, oh, oh, oh hey. the cream rises to the top, Ooh. and in the AFC North, and in the state of Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, the cream. Mama, there goes that man. He is here. Benjamin Roethlisberger. What's his name again? Oh, yeah, Benjamin Roethlisberger, yeah, number seven, yeah, best quarterback in the division, yeah, best quarterback in the state as well. The cream rises, baby. Number eight, the eighth thing that I know for sure about this Steelers team, Arthur Motes, is uh, speaking of big men, we kind of touched on this in the last segment too, their identity is a passing team. Like, they aren't striving for balance on offense. They're going to live and die with the ball in seven's hands. Right, wrong, or indifferent. We're going to roll with it. Right, like – some people have gone kicking and screaming about this for the last three, four weeks. And you know what, Arthur Motes? This is oh, a good tie in. Uh oh. For those people, if you're somebody out there who's still pounding the table to run the ball more and they got to run, they got to run, they got to run. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Can we get a yeah, macho man just back in here yeah, real oh, quick? Oh, 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 Randy. What's up, Randy? You may not like it. Okay. But accept it. Ooh. I hear you, Randy. <laughs> the ninth thing that I know about this Pittsburgh Steelers team, Arthur Motes, is that Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert and some more people, but 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 those two for sure deserve their roses. Because last year, when their 37-year-old mm-hmm. franchise quarterback needed major elbow surgery, Talk a lot of coaches, it. a lot of GMs, a lot of franchises would have started looking and planning for the future, yep. for the next chapter. They would have looked at that as a end of this chapter and the start of a new beginning. Instead, what did Kevin Colbert do? What did Mike Tomlin do? What did the Pittsburgh Steelers do? They doubled down. Doubled down, tripled down. They yeah. They they they, they went got out, after it, man. They went out and traded their first round draft pick for the first time since the Beatles were still on tour. Their biggest offseason addition was Eric Ebron, a tight end, a weapon for Ben. In the NFL draft where they didn't have a first-round pick, and you could argue that they certainly had more pressing needs than a wide receiver, they took a wide receiver, another weapon for Mm -hmm. Ben Roethlisberger. Despite him having major elbow surgery at age 37, Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin, the Steelers organization, doubled down on this team's future. They're getting the benefit for it now. We're reaping the rewards of it now with a 10-0 football team, and they deserve credit for that when a lot of other organizations would have gone the opposite direction. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I do love that a lot, man. And trust me, it was very uh, against the grain when it happened. I mean, from, from the start last year, people man. people in this city were saying that that was a terrible decision. Yeah, man. When you think about some of the moves they made, people looking around like, oh, y'all have lost it. How can you trade for Minka Fitzpatrick? <laughs> That's your future quarterback right, right there that you just traded. Or how do you not draft a, a quarterback in the draft? You know, I mean, we, we hadn't seen Ben at all. I mean, all these different reports were out. But, hey, man, shout out to Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin, man. That's why they get paid the big bucks. But the 10th and final thing that I know about this Pittsburgh Steelers team, Arthur Motes. They got the best radio ho- radio show host? Well, that was the honorable mention. Ah, oh, dang. All right. <laughs> they got to win playoff games. Or, or, or we're not going to look back on this season fondly. And, 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 and I'm not saying that we shouldn't be enjoying it now. 
Talk your trash. Send those memes on Twitter. Yeah. The sample size is too short in the NFL not to. you got to enjoy it when your team is rolling. But make no mistake, Arthur Motes, the Steelers are not trying to be the, the team of the month in October or November. They're trying to win games in January and February. And if you don't believe me, just take Eric Ebron's word for it. When he said yesterday, at the end of the day, if we don't win the Super Bowl, then going 10-0 is so pointless. I agree 1,000%. Um, and I'm not saying they have to win the Super Bowl, but they got to win playoff games. Well, the only reason why I say I feel like you still have to win the Super Bowl is because personal experience – the year we made it to the AFC Championship game, we lost to New England. It's still, once we lost that game in the AFC Championship game, you would have thought we won two in 100. Like, that was the vibe that yep. we had, whether it was in person, social media, regular media. So, and and you, I think, man, we won, I think it was 11 or 12 games in a row that year as well, man. It's just the expectation is different around here, man. Yeah. Is different. It so as is. much as I would, I would love to share that sentiment. And trust me, around the league, it's probably, I mean, 27, 28 teams. That's the hey, just make it, win a game in the playoffs, win a, win two games in the playoffs. It's a great year. You t- you tell Cleveland yeah. Browns fans that right yeah. now. Oh my year. goodness, they'd, s- they'd sign for that yeah. in blood. But for us, you tell Dolphins or Raiders fans man. they're going to win a playoff game this yeah. year. They'd sign for that in blood. Tell, tell the Bills, hey, look, y'all gonna lose an SEC championship game. They'll be over there throwing a pet rally <laughs> right now. All the wings you want. It, it, it'd be table slams till till next year. But here in Pittsburgh, this is different, man. We operate differently. The standard and, is the standard. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I mean, you you would rather that be the expectation than it be the other way. And for me personally, I agree with that. I feel like Super Bowls are what we are judged on here. I mean, if you want to just get your, you know, get, get get a pat on the back for being good, go play somewhere where the expectations are lower. But here it's different, and rightfully so. I mean, the guys that have paid the way before us, have made it that way, and then the guys that have been able to keep the standard rolling and so forth and so forth. So, yeah, man, undefeated is cool, but got to have that Lombardi, man. That's what it's all about. Eric Ebron said it. Arthur Motes said it. And that's good enough for me, baby. On Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. TheBody. We'll take your predictions. We'll take your tweets. Jaguars thoughts. Ravens questions. Spoiler alert. Okay, fine. We'll do a five-star Thursday, and we'll, and we'll sing a song in the second hour of the show. So we'll get to some tweets Technically here. Technically, it's not five-star Thursday. It's five-star Tuesday, but we'll roll. Well, I guess, yeah, you're right, because the game's on Thursday. Mm-hmm. We'll have your five-star matchups this week. How here about we that? I'll just, I'll, just, there we go. I'll just say it that way. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. cover all bases. Definitely not Thursday. We good, though. Um, so we'll get to some tweets here on the other side. We have got plenty to get to today. We appreciate you rocking with us. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, the tweets are rolling in here. Rolling. You know, you got to get your fixings while you can. Only I mean, show of the day. Yeah. Or only show of the day. That's not true. <laughs> only show of the week. I mean, technically for, well, no, actually it's not our only show. I mean, yeah, because, no, you still got, do you got shows today? This is my only show of the day. Now, you will have the drive with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson right, later right. today. I'll be producing that. This is my only show of the day. So, I mean, you're like there the in spirit. Correct. Yeah. And then, you know, I got the I got the afternoon delight and the countdown to kickoff yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. So, but no, this is our only show of the week. All right. I'm so, not as cool as what he's telling you me. Getting, you're getting yeah. your fixings now, everybody. Uh, Chris wants to know here. Shout out to Chris. Is it with a C or with a K? 
With a C. Nice. Uh, Chris on Twitter here wants to know uh, what it's like when the Steelers play uh, a Thanksgiving game or a holiday game, right? Like, what's the schedule like? Are your families involved? Just kind of walk us through what that's like playing on a holiday. Yeah, so um, Thanksgiving, because I've actually had the opportunity to play twice on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Very fortunate, all here in Pittsburgh. But um, when it comes to the Thanksgiving games, their schedules are typically different because of the Thursday element of it. Those games are always Thursday night, so you're always operating on a condensed schedule, meaning Sunday you play the game, Monday typically is your off day. But with the short week, especially if you're on the road, now this week is different because we're hosting, but if you're on the road, then you would come in on that Monday and Tuesday to get your work in because you fly out Wednesday. And, I mean, under normal years, most of us don't bring our families out there for the Thanksgiving game. What we'll do as a team, we'll have a big – like sit down dinner. I mean, we always have food available, sure, but we sure. don't always eat together because we'll just break up position group. You sure. know, D line or the defense will get together and go out somewhere. But when it's Thanksgiving or even at Christmas, we'll all make sure we get together nice. to have like a big team dinner sure. and stuff like that. And Coach Tomlin does a good job of making sure that the food represents Thanksgiving style food, which is different than your typical game pasta you know and pastas steak and, and steaks yeah. and chicken and things like that so they do do that and then um the thing that i used to always love too around christmas time when uh, dick lebeau was here he would do the uh uh i forgot the name of the um the story Jeez, the night before Christmas. The night before, I was called the nightmare before Christmas. Like, no, it's not the nightmare before Christmas. It's the nightmare. The nightmare before there, Christmas. Tim Burton. Yeah, absolutely, man. So he would always do the night before Christmas. He would perform that as well, and it was always like an awesome thing just to see something that just within the organization, man, you became accustomed to sure. and you look forward to those moments. So that's typically how we would operate. But a lot of times, we never would bring our family. Even and like I said, those for Thanksgiving games because there's Thursday nights. I know for me personally, we would always if it was a home game, we're gonna have our Thanksgiving dinner earlier in the day if it's the night one because obviously they have multiple games on thanksgiving so we've had i think the 425 and then the 820 on thanksgiving as well when it's the early one you eat dinner after the game right, right. when it's the late one you eat dinner before the yep. game and then the same with christmas um we've had the opportunity like i said play two times on christmas once at home once on the road the home one was great had a ton of my family in town for that it was actually the game where we had the color rush jerseys uh beat the ravens on the, the last second extension. yeah absolutely so like that was a crazy vibe because it was so much on the line for that game as mm-hmm. well. And the reason why you can do a little bit more with the Christmas games is they're typically Sundays or Saturdays, whereas for Thanksgiving, it's always going to be a Thursday yeah. night game. So for the Christmas games, like I said, for the home ones, you bring the family in town. If you, I mean, like extended family, they'll come in town, man. And uh, I know we've hosted – Thanksgiving dinner, we've hosted Christmas dinner for some of the team as well for these home games. But when it's the road, man, because we're only going to be there max 48 hours, yeah, there's just no point in, like, trying to fly right. everybody out there right. to come right back. Right. That literally, makes sense. Yeah, literally, we, we get into town, and it doesn't matter East Coast or West Coast. You're going to get into whatever you're playing at around 5 o'clock. Dinner time. Yeah, around 5 o'clock, and you know, okay, I got a 7.30 meeting. So I can either get there at 5, eat right then, or you get there, go to your meetings for an hour, and then when you're done with your meetings, you go, go out to a eat. late dinner. So, so you have the options right there. But then, as soon as the game is over, you're back home. I mean, even if it's East Coast to West Coast, you're back home by midnight. So, for your family, if they're flying commercial, which a lot of times they will be, 
they're not getting flights out. Right, I mean, right. you're trying to get them out they're of the stadium, getting, the charter, yeah. getting to the airport. The, the, connecting flights, yeah, probably, they, if they, it's they a far absolutely travel, got connecting yeah. flights. They don't have the police escort from right, the stadium right. to the airport, so it's just so much more logistically Hassle. that yeah, goes into it. Sure, yeah. So unless it's, I mean, for my folks, the only time they come to the game is if it was a like big, big game. Or if it was, like, in my hometown, like, we're playing near D.C., Carolina, Philly, New York, like, any of those places, because a lot of my folks on the East Coast, sure. they're driving to sure. those games, man. I like it. I like it. That makes sense. A um, bunch more tweets rolling here. Remember, if you tweet us your predictions, we will get those, all right? But we'll get to those in the second hour of the show. So we're just doing the questions here in this part. So if you tweeted me your predictions, I see them. Don't feel like you need to tweet them again. Again, we will get to those before we get out of here. Uh, me coming correct. There it is. I like with, the emphasis you put on it this time, With man. the three-pack of questions, as always. Uh, is the season starting to feel special, or are the naysayers right? No, me. The naysayers are wrong. <laughs> it's starting to feel special. The Pittsburgh Steelers... Think of every—I mean, this franchise, you name it, they've done it, except for start 10-0, right? I mean, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this has never happened before. It should feel special. And Arthur Motes, the Steelers are the 17th team in NFL history to start 10-0, and okay? Okay. Of those previous 16 teams, 10 of them went to the Super Bowl. Like, eight of them won the Super Bowl. So, again, it should feel special. This is, doesn't happen very often. They're going sixteen and zero, man. <laughs> there we go. Uh, there we I mean, go. I've, I've been feeling that way, so yeah. Yeah, but just tune in in a couple weeks when he picks them to lose a close one in Buffalo. But I've only picked them to win. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I know you and I both. Yeah, we them I, I have yet. not changed. I said sixteen and zero. We started this thing. I, I'm rolling with it. I feel confident in the team, man. Question number two: With only six games left, are some of the Steelers' deficiency deficiencies correctable or not at this stage? They absolutely are. That's another thing you and I have discussed many times on this show. Mike Tomlin's teams consistently get better as the year goes along. They are far from a, a completely polished product. Yeah, and it just goes back to what we talked about a little bit in the first segment. The biggest issue is what? The run game. Nothing else. I mean, they might have small things here or there, but nothing that's glaring. The only glaring weakness on this team is the running game. So, yes, they're going to address that. And right now the, the biggest issue that I'm seeing for how they're going to be able to address it is just personnel-wise. This pertains to this Thursday night game because you're still a little short at tight end and you don't – You, I mean, just depending on the availability of Derek White as well, you don't know what you're going to have from a personnel standpoint to do some of the things that they would like to do. So that's the only reason why short-term-wise I still don't think it gets addressed right now. But I do think when playoff time starts, it will get handled and yeah. it will be ready. Uh, final one for me. Who wins in a boxing match? Lion-O versus He-Man. Oh. That's tough. I've got to go He-Man. I think so, too. I feel like you got to go He-Man. I think i got to go He-Man. But Lion-O, that's, that's a name I, mean, I haven't heard in yeah, years. Yeah, I know. Bro. I'm like, well, you dropping some me always, Me always comes with the proper references. When you born, me? All right, let's do this. All right, we got to do this. Uh, we've got a couple questions about this. Like Steelers for Life asks here. Uh, I know a couple other people tweeted it as well. But we got some questions Arthur Motes about Thanksgiving. Uh, Steelers for life. Favorite Thanksgiving side dish. Worst Thanksgiving side dish. We got the favorite, same favorite side dish, I believe. <sighs> green bean casserole. Can't go wrong with green bean casserole. That's my favorite. I say between that and also like the mac and cheese, bro. Mac and cheese for sure. Can't go wrong with the baked mac and cheese. For sure. All right. I don't know how. Uh, I might offend somebody out here, but for Uh-oh. me, man, I, I'm not a potato salad guy. There we go. That's okay. That, that's, yeah. So when we talk about worst dish, I see the potato salad. I'm like, ah, no, 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 I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I hope my wife and my father-in-law aren't listening. Oh, you're wildin'. 
because they <laughs> love because because they love this dish and like they make it together. It's like their thing no! every Thanksgiving. <laughs> but, but Arthur Mutz, you know when I get behind. This, <laughs> you know when I get behind this microphone, I'm nothing if not honest. Oh, you are wallet. Oh my gosh, let's do it. I love it. I Brus love it. Brussels sprouts. What? Can't do it. <gasps> Can't do it. And Brussels sprouts are awesome. And bro. my wife, and my wife, and my father-in-law, they even, you know, they Thanksgiving them up. They they cook them. So they good, cook them in bro. oil and they cook them in bacon. You gotta have a little I bacon on that thing. Can't Brussels sprouts are awesome. I can't do it. Wow. Can't do it. And, and wifey and, and, and father-in-law make it and everything, huh? <laughs> wow. I love you both dearly. Yeah. You're listening. <laughs> You all wow. Carlos tweets, your listeners could write some sentences for the Here We Go song, tweet them in, and have you select the ones you like and put them together. Mm, well, Carlos, I may or may here. not have written down some ideas already during the break, but yes, hey, if you want to tweet us some lines for the Here We Go song, maybe you can ghostwrite for me at Wesley yeah. Miller at the body 52. The body. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got here. We got a lot of prediction tweets. Again, remember, we will read those before we get out of here in the second hour. Um, da, 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 da. I feel like somebody tweeted me a moment ago and said that they had something that they wanted Arthur Motes, that they were going to tweet it at me yesterday during the solo show, but they wanted Arthur Motes. Where, ah, here we go. Adam tweets. Uh, I was going to tweet you yesterday during the afternoon delight, but I wanted to save this for when Motes was available as well. Uh, I want to know, are the dirty rap birds in the ref's pocket or what? <laughs> and what the heck was that flag that took out Juju? <laughs> That was that pretty was crazy. Some, that bro. was like a Mario Kart scene. That I had was never, crazy. I had it never seen like, anything like it. Right? It did like Mario Kart. Hit the banana. Absolutely, man. Yeah, that that was that was crazy, man. Very unfortunate. I'm just glad it wasn't serious, man. That was like my biggest yeah. concern. I was like, yo, if Juju gets hurt because of this flag, we're gonna have big time issues, man. But um, it's funny, man, with the Ravens, even though they do get some of these, you know, questionable calls that go for them, they they are one of the most penalized teams I've seen this year, man. They're constantly around double-digit penalties per game, which is, I mean, just crazy. And and now it's starting to catch up with them, especially these past two games. The turnover, I mean, the penalties really cost them in terms of yeah. taking points off the board, man, getting them out of scoring position in some of these uh, particular drives. But, yeah, to put it in context, I mean, the Steelers, we might have three penalties in a game, and we have five. We're over here acting like the referees have – Absolutely, just just brutalized us, but yeah, these the, the the Ravens they're up at 10, 11. I seen them. I think I had twelve penalties in the game one time. I'm like, what what are you doing to get twelve penalties in the right, game? Right, like how do you do that? It's crazy. Arthur Motes, crazy. Uh, my my wife is tweeting at me. Uh oh. Uh oh. That, that you need to settle a debate we have every year. Oh man, y'all bring me to the middle of this thing. Okay, all right, here we go. Can, can, can you just tell me the facts without letting me know like oh, yeah, which yeah, party yeah, yeah. is? Because I don't want to be biased. Okay. Much like I always say, right? AFC North football should kick off at 1 p.m. like the good Lord intended. Okay. What time did the good Lord intend Thanksgiving dinner to kick off? What time is the right time to dinner. sit down for your Thanksgiving meal? What time is the time that you sit down for the Thanksgiving meal? I feel like 7 o'clock is the time, man. Oh, so you're on my wife's side. I feel like 7 o'clock. Because I... I Listen, so I'm I personally I like to eat early. So I love eating, you know, five thirty, six o'clock because I'm just like, man, you eat super late if it's heavy, then you feel like it's you know food babe when you go to bed. But for Thanksgiving, it's very similar to like a Christmas dinner. Like it has to be at night. It Ooh. has to be that Ooh. I mean, like if you're if you're taking your wife off for a nice dinner or you're going on a date, are you hey babe, let's go at five o'clock or seven o'clock, seven thirty. 
You feel the difference well, well, in that we go thing, out you know? drinking at like noon a lot of times. No, no, wait, no. what? What happened? <laughs> but see, it's the difference between going out and drinking and you saying, I'm going to take my lady out for an elegant night out. That's true. Elegant night out. We're not going at 5. We're not going at 6. We're going at 7, 7.30. Because if you go 8, 8.30, it's too late. You got to account for, man, how long it's going to take for mm. food to get there. So if I'm cooking dinner at home and we don't sit down until 8 or 8.30, we're not eating until 9, 9.30. But that 7 o'clock range, I know by 7.30, I got food in my system. And now by 8, all right, we're done. And then I'm getting ready for football coming on 8.20, 8.30. So we're good. You would be on my wife's side then. What she's, time do you have, She's man? probably dancing and kicking her feet right now <laughs> and doing, you know, doing, shooting pistols off with her fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like a uh, – would be like what the, the midday football game, the midday – like I'm like a 3.34 o'clock guy. For Thanksgiving dinner? Yep. And here's why. Because Holy Arthur Motes. Holy cow. Because Arthur Motes, I want to eat dinner twice, all right? I'm like a hobbit, essentially. Why can't you eat dinner twice at 7? Because if I, I'm going to stuff my face at 7, it's it's going to be a little while. Like, if I eat, if I stuff my face at 4 okay. o'clock, uh-huh. by like 7.30, 8 o'clock, okay. I'm ready to stuff my face again. Okay. If you stuff it at 7, you're going to be I'm sitting. In, I'm in bed at 10. No. <laughs> the game starts at 8.20. Think about this. We both know. 820 games? I know I'm in the I, I know I'm in the minority you, on this. Hey, Don't listen. get me wrong. So I'm not gonna argue. I'm you, just you, the way you, that you I you am. You might on mess this around being the third quarter at 10 o'clock for 820 I, game, man. Let's I be like real to, about it, man. I like to get up on Thanksgiving Arthur Motes, right? Cook a huge breakfast uh-huh. and then not have to eat again until Thanksgiving. Wow. So that's why I'm like a 334 o'clock guy. That's interesting, man. I know, and but again, believe me, so, I know so, I'm in so the minority so here. You, I know most so, people so you totally eat Thanksgiving lunch then. That's cool. Yeah. Thanksgiving lunch, that's cool. That's fine. I'm yeah. still eating Thanksgiving dinner too. I'm getting yeah. two plates. I don't wait all day for the best day of the year to wait till 7:30. You expect me to wait that long? You know, you have done a show with me for two and a half years. That's you think I'm that patient? To be, though. You think I'm that patient? But but the patience is what makes it perfect. You what, think I'm that patient? What did they talk about? What, it was it was it absence makes the heart grow fonder. It's that thought. Of, it's it's kind of, 364 listen, days of listen, absence. Listen, listen. It's like the night before Christmas, like. Oh, man, so I shouldn't wait until Christmas morning to open up gifts. I should open them up the night before? No! That's the that's the whole ambiance of it. It's like, man, it's so close. I feel All it. And, and it's something about during the day when you watch, because they always play the Lions and Packers early in the day. That's why that, I that too, game so is, I can no, nap no, no. through those That games. game is on, and you're cooking while that game is being played. You don't <laughs> watch that game. You just cook during that game, man. So that game doesn't come on until noon, 1 o'clock time frame anyways. So when that's ending, typically is when you get – Washington and Cowboys mm-hmm. and whatever other primetime game. So now you're good to go. You're set up, man. If if I was invited to Thanksgiving dinner at three o'clock, I'm I like, hey, listen, anybody ever. I, I I know, but if you were, <laughs> it would be a hey, I appreciate the invite, but I'm not pulling up at three o'clock, man. I, I'm not. I'm not on Thanksgiving. I don't I, like, bro. I'm barely out the bed all the way for a couple of hours by three o'clock. Like, and see, that's the difference with you and I. You are a sleeper inner. I'm an early yeah, bird. Yeah, yeah. I, I wake up early when I have to work, but it's like, what's the point of waking up early on an off day? And then you're going to complain about not having an off day when you wake up early on the off day and then you wake up early on your regular day well, and then you never get a chance to have your me time. You know, smoking turkeys, it's a process. You can't just start smoking this turkey hey, in the but, afternoon. But this is the thing, though. This is the thing, man. You got to prioritize, man. And, and, and this is some people, they prioritize. <laughs> no, I know, I'm, I know I'm in the minority yeah. on this. Don't get me wrong. Like, I know I'm in the minority <laughs> on this. I, I, I do. I know that most people, they're like, what? You like at 3 34 o'clock? What are How you, you going to smoke it? Man, you got to smart smoking that thing two days ago. If you go eat it at 3 no, o'clock. No, I God start smoking no. it at 8 a.m. And then, see, this comes full Jeez. circle. It's acceptable to crack a beer as soon as I got the turkey on the smoker. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Arthur Motes, you know these eulerisms. Who, who, who needs that rule? I, I crack you a beer. Can't I crack a beer. Drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Yeah. But, but you, you you start when you, you don't have to. I don't, I don't have to be. I got to wait till this is cooked, man. 
Listen, bro, you got to relax a little bit, baby. All that you I know is, relax. right, Thanksgiving started with the Pilgrims and the Indians, right? Uh-oh. We when ain't you going look, there now. When, when you see all those, the, the, uh, you know, the depictions of the first Thanksgiving. We, we ain't going there. It's always during the day. It's not at nighttime, all right? It, it, it gets you know black out at like but, 4 but, but, o'clock, but, but, but so you they know were what? having Thanksgiving about, lunch but, for the but, first Thanksgiving. About, but you know why, right? Because what happened after that dinner? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you really want to? You really want to know what happened? So now I understand why you want to eat so early. Oh. You you got other plans after dinner? Huh? Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Don't you yeah. don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? And we really gonna do that today? <laughs> uh, what do you say we do a little five star matchups here on the other side? It sounds like a good you? idea to me, man. Let's do it. We'll set the stage for Steelers Ravens. It's our only show <laughs> of the week, so get those tweets in while you can. At Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. Coming up next. We're humbled and excited to be in these five star matchups. Five star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not gonna be us. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Good afternoon, Steelers Nation. How we doing? I'm feeling thankful. Well, that's good. Me too. Can't wait for Thursday. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, our only show of the week, hour number two. So speak now or forever hold your peace. We're shuffling um a lot of fixings today, Arthur Motes. You know, like like you've got the green bean casserole and the mm-hmm. mac and cheese in, in, in each hand. I'm over here with the stuffing and the mashed potatoes. You know, like we're, we're balancing all the fixings today, uh, trying to give the loyal listeners of Steelers Blitz everything they expect uh, in a week of shows in two hours here. Arthur Motes, one of those things that we have to get to, of course, is our five-star, going to be a Tuesday here, but we'll just call them the five-star matchups this week the five biggest things that you should be watching for on thursday that will determine the outcome determine the winner of steelers ravens 8 30 at heinz field little five-star friday sounds about right or whatever day you're listening to this five-star tuesday thursday sunday don't matter just hit the intro you'll we're just rolling we're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups five-star matchup somebody leaving here with a loss not gonna be us it's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star Friday matchup number one. All right, so you know what? Since it's Thanksgiving time frame, since it's a five-star Friday on a Tuesday, I don't want to waste any time. I'm going to start fast. And speaking of starting fast, we got to start fast. The Steelers' offense has to start fast versus this Ravens' defense. As a whole, the Ravens' team has struggled when they have been trailing by one or more scores in a game. They are not built to play from behind. And we do understand that the Steelers' offense has gotten off to slow starts this year. But if they can find a way to start fast, to get seven points early, and ultimately play from out front, man. <laughs> you know that's that it. beautiful. That's the recipe for success right the there, man. Because the Ravens, they are not built for that, man. They are not. They certainly are not, Arthur Motes. I agree with you on that. 
Five Star Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, <laughs> whatever Sunday, day. Monday. Matchup number two. All right, all right, all right. He's not the reigning AFC Player of the Week anymore, but he's still Ben Roethlisberger. And we're watching him versus Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphreys. And the thing that I'm excited about in this matchup is this. Big Ben, man, he's been on a tear right now, man. What he's been able to do through the air is nothing short of magnificent. That's why he's in the MVP conversation. And Marlon Humphreys and, and Marcus Peters are two very good defenders. They create a ton of turnovers. But what they also do, they generate a lot of penalties, a lot of defensive pass interferences, along with the fact that they have very bad technique when it comes to their eyes. They are always having their eyes in the backfield. They're always looking at the quarterback, even when they're in man-to-man -man coverage where their eyes should be on the receiver. And it has cost them. They have had guys running wide open on this team. They've been hit with some double moves. I feel like Ben Roethlisberger is the guy to take full advantage of that. We've seen him do it in the past. We've seen him do it versus a number of a number of cornerbacks who play a similar style in terms of always having their eyes on the backfield and always ready to jump on the first move. So, if my main man Seven can go out there and do what he does best, which is take advantage of DBs, I fully anticipate him doing that and ultimately, man, leading this offense to a very, very impressive performance come Thursday night. Five-star matchup, number three. We've talked about this so much. We all know when it comes to Baltimore's offense what you have to do. You have to contain Lamar Jackson. And I'm talking about Bud Dupree and TJ Watt in particular because not only by containing him will you not allow him to make these explosive plays out the pocket and extending things like that but you're going to force him to have to beat you with his arm which is the key when you're talking about lamar jackson can he make plays with his arm without a doubt he can but he is the most dynamic when he is able to run when he's able to get out the pocket and extend plays and make your corners have to cover for five six seven seconds that allows these receivers to find soft spots in the zone that allows for them to take shots downfield as well do not allow him to extend plays. Do not allow him to get out the pocket. Contain that man. Keep him in the pocket. Make him have to beat you with his arm. I concur. Five-star matchup. And number four. Is <laughs> it number four? Well, the fourth one is simple. I just need one. I need the Steelers defense to make the Ravens offense one-dimensional. And when we talk about one-dimensional... I need them being pass heavy. I need them relying solely on Lamar Jackson's arm. And when you look at the situation that's going on in Baltimore With right now. running backs. Obviously, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram are ruled out for this game. They tested positive for COVID. They, under any circumstance, will not be playing on Thursday. Now, they already were coming off of a, a underwhelming performance on the ground anyways off this pass game. So, mm -hmm. you're going to take an underwhelming performance and lose two of your top backs this is a game where you have to make this run game be non-existent from start to finish. They, they, I mean, obviously they were, they're going to have some success, but as a whole, they cannot have effective, sustained running success. You make this team one-dimensional, and it will go our way in a big way. Mm -hmm. But you have to make them one-dimensional first. So that's why we only need one, baby. All right, I gotta. Are you ready? I am. Cause you don't have to talk later. You just gotta push buttons. I, later. No, I know. I just I can't. You know, normally it's five star Friday. Like so, I just gotta figure out. You know. No, 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 no. It's, it's five star Tuesday. Or what's Tuesday in German? Uh, <laughs> I know Monday's Montag. 
So if I eat two God, then say two God. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> say that one more time. Two God. <laughs> two God. Sound about right? You know what? I'm just gonna cut my eyelids off. We ain't blinking. Hey! Five star matchup! Five star matchup. <laughs> Number five. There we go. Nice way to land on the line on a Thanksgiving week, man. I didn't have any doubts about it. But we gotta talk about the special teams, man. And special teams have to be special, man, because we know. As it pertains to the Ravens uh, special teams unit, they have uh, Justin Tucker, and he is an absolute weapon in terms of his field goal kicking. But what people don't realize is last week, man, their punt return unit gave up a big-time fourth in conversion on special teams, man. They, they ran a fake punt pass, and that ultimately was a, a big deciding factor in the outcome. They ended up being able to score, and that changed the outcome of that second half. Now, obviously, with the Steelers on defense, I mean, the Steelers secondary, I mean, special teams, excuse me, They've been playing extremely well with Ray Ray McLeod, man. He's been right on the cusp of breaking one. When you talk about the special teams unit as a whole, number one, their field goal kicking has been improved largely since that Dallas yes, game, the protection has. element of it. You look at the fact that to start last game, I mean, they they recovered a surprise onside kick. Shout out to uh, Marcus Allen and Avery Williamson just trusting their keys and being on the screws right there. But look for this to be the difference in the game. I feel like our special teams unit as a whole is the better unit. Now, they have the better kicker in Justin Tucker, but as a whole for our units, kickoff, kickoff return, punt, punt return, our special teams are better. When you watch them on tape, we have more playmakers. We have provided more spark. Look for that to be a big factor in this game. So that's why I'm leaning with our special teams being special <sighs> on Thursday. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, Arthur Motes, one more time. The five five-star matchups this week for Steelers-Ravens on Thursday. Absolutely. So the first one we got to talk about is starting fast, man. This offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers, starting fast against the Ravens defense and Ravens team as a whole that is not built to be behind. They struggle mightily. When you look at their record, man, when they've been trolling by one or two scores in a game, it's not good for them at all, man. So that's the first thing, man. The second thing we got to talk about is Big Ben, the wily veteran, the gunslinger taking full advantage of Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphreys lacking in technique, not being as consistent playing and play out, especially as it pertains to their eyes and seeing what they are supposed to see. Look for Big Ben to take advantage of that. The third thing we got to talk about is Bud and TJ containing Lamar Jackson. We talk about this anytime Lamar is on the field, you have to keep him in the pocket. You cannot allow him to extend plays. If you make him have to stay in the pocket, your chances of success drastically increase. The fourth thing we got to talk about is making this offense for the Ravens one-dimensional as well. They're going to be down J.K. Dobbins are going to be down Mark Ingram. Those are their top two running backs right now. They're coming off a bad rushing performance as a whole anyways. You have to make this run game for them be non-existent and make Lamar have to beat you throwing that ball 30 to 40 times. He, I mean, he can flash, but he has not shown that he can do that consistently. Yeah. And I love that against our secondary in particular. And then the fifth and final point, man, the fifth and final five-star matchup. It's our special teams unit versus their special teams unit. Good on good. More so them having a, an elite kicker, us having yeah. an elite unit yep. in terms That's of well all said. phases together. I'm going to steal I that at some point. It, it, you know how it goes, huh? baby. Hey, 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 hey. As sorry, long as sorry. it's you. Repurpose as as you. that. Repurpose that. As long as it's you. Okay. As long as it's Deal. you. Deal. But I, I feel like, man, our special teams unit as a whole are, is going to be able to overwhelm their special teams unit. Like I said, they have the better kicker, but we have the better unit. There it is, your five-star matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers-Ravens Thursday night.
at Heinz Field. We're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. And that's not a shot at Boz either, man. Boz even gave me the okay to say that, that, that Tucker was better than him. All right, I've been asking this a couple of times now. All right, so now that's out the way, we're good. The pre- you just wanted to make sure that. Just want to throw it out there, man. The preemptive, because Boz, my guy. You know what I need to do here, Mozi? Because we're getting close, right? We're gonna come back here. We'll get to some of your final questions on the Twitter.com, mm-hmm. right? And then we'll take our last break, and then we'll give our predictions and, and sing our song before we get out of here. I should text Brian Bacco, shouldn't I? I mean, you should you get his prediction. prediction. I mean, he's not doing anything right now, is he? I mean, I mean, look, I don't we just know. assume he's probably hanging out at the back of ranch, you know. <laughs> I mean, by, by the time, I mean, if his phone's at the front of the house and he's in the backyard, he won't get that thing until next week. All right, you know what? I'm going to do this right here with Siri on the. Uh oh, let's hit the button here. Come on, Siri, don't fail us I now. I need your prediction for Steelers Ravens Thursday in the next thirty minutes. <laughs> All right, we'll get Brian back up. We'll give our predictions. We'll sing some songs. But before that, your tweets at Wesley Euler, at the Body 52. The Body. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes, I got the text back from our good friend of the show, Brian Backo. You did? Shout, shout out to that, man, because he never texts he's me. On, he's, on, <laughs> he's on his toes. He never texts me. Well, you know, Arthur Motes, there is a difference between a drunk dial and a booty call. Whoa, he's, wait a minute. He's, <laughs> what? He's, he's, Whoa, what? I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Come on, that was a good one. I have Brian Backo's prediction, but I'm going to make everybody wait about 20 minutes before we give it. That sounds about right. right. Because right. we said we only read score predictions in the last segment. That's right. And if you allow Batco to have this type of, you know, special privilege, he's going to think that he can show up late to the show, come in whenever he wants to come. I, like, I've seen how slippery of a slope this can be when you have alternative rules for star players. <laughs> I know Batco's a star. Oh, no. Are you telling me that's where we're going to go? I, I know Bat goes a star, but if you start allowing him to just read his tweets whenever, <laughs> read his predictions whenever, it's go, he's going to get out of control, all right? So let's, let's nip it in the bud now. I've already seen this guy. He looks like the type that's going to change once he blows up, all right? <laughs> <laughs> we're having some fun, folks. We're having some fun. Uh, Buddha asks a great question here on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at the body 52 are you just going to leave me hanging there? All right, cool. Sounds well, good. I, I, I just dropped one, so I was like, let me just <laughs> let, me, let me space it out. <laughs> uh, Buddha asks, if the electric factory was an adult beverage, what would it be? You know what? I think we vodka have to. Vodka and cranberry. Vodka Red Bull. Just straight insane. Well, I was going to say, I feel like the one thing you could, you and I both agree on is that we're both tequila guys. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like it'd have to be a tequila base. <sighs> tequila shot. <laughs> that's, that's about what it is. That's yeah, I think you're right. Actually, it, it, it's, it's it, no, no chaser. It's gonna take you to where you want to go, and we're gonna be there for a long time. But yeah, it's like some Don Julio or some oh, yeah, Casamigos. 1942, like like yeah. yeah. Like this we, is we, no we nice. like rail tequila here. Like nah, this nah, is nah, top nah, shelf nah. This, tequila. This, this is the best of the best of the tequila. This tequila, you're going to take a shot of. It's going to go down smooth. You're going to be like, man, I didn't even feel that. And then 10 minutes later, you're going to be sweating. And you're like, bro, what's going on here? And you start dancing. It's bobbing. You're like, I can't control myself. That's the Electric Factory, baby. Uh, we got three questions from Steel City Champs. Uh, question one. Uh, right now, 
who would have the better playoff games if they started today, the NFC or the AFC? That's a good question, actually. Wow, it is. I'm leaning the AFC. I mean, right now you have to think about this. I mean, yeah. Baltimore will be on the outside I looking know. You in get right Colts now. Colts versus Chiefs, which yeah. would be a lot of fun. Titans are back in but the mix There's some good now. ones. In the NFC, you'd have you got uh, Green you'd Bay, have Seattle. Seahawks. Yep. Yeah, you'd have see, Green Bay versus uh, Arizona this, right this now, This is my I biggest issue. Oh, man, it'd be a this, lot of fun. This is Baltimore. my biggest issue. Whoever is coming from the NFC East is going to ruin it for me. Yeah. We don't have the NFC East equivalent in the AFC right now. When you look at the AFC, the teams that are going to make the playoffs – I mean, like I said, it's six and four teams, seven and three teams potentially that might not get it's in this game. It's a good thing. call. There's going to be a blowout right. game there. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, More than likely. you're going to have between the Cowboys, the football team, the Giants, I think they're still in the mix right now. And even your Eagles are in the mix. Like, whoa. I don't want to see any of those teams in the postseason. I'm just, I'm being real. If any of those teams make the postseason, I just want to throw up. I, I don't want to see that I'm game. With you on I don't want to see it. I'd rather see Alabama. Yeah. Clemson. Yeah. At least we'll get, a tra- we'll get a look at Trevor Lawrence on you Sunday. You know, like, like, this is nuts. You, you, you know what it's going to look like, man. Steel City Champs also wants to know, does Mike Tomlin get coach of the year? If they win 14 games, yes. I feel like that's going to be the standard for him. He has to get yeah. 14. I feel like Tomlin and TJ have a really good chance to win their mm-hmm. individual awards. We've already talked yes. about Alex Smith in that regard and how it's just yeah. a, a one-off in this season almost for comeback player of the year. But I feel like if – and this is why I say 14, because that takes you to that level of, like, the shock value for NFL fans, right, NFL media. 13-3, and three, we've seen that too much now. 14-2, and 15-1, and 16-0 is held to a different standard. That's a good call. That was a big reason why Lamar won the award last year for MVP, why uh, their team, they had, what, 14, it was either 12 or 14 players make the Pro Bowl last year, all because of that. So if the Steelers win in that 14-15 range, I, I fully anticipate yeah. Coach Tommy getting that first Coach He's of the Year the award. Best chance to get yes. an individual award. Absolutely, I, I feel think. like I feel like Coach Tommy and I feel like Claypool. Claypool, they have I, I the might best put number two. two the honestly, only, the I might only, put him ahead of TJ. You're right. The, the only issue with Claypool is he doesn't play quarterback. Well, you, you got to look at because <laughs> Burrow going down helps him. It does. But Herbert, Herbert is a stud, Herbert's man. putting up numbers. He's and so good. Like I don't think people, we've talked a lot about Burrow. People don't talk about him. Herbert enough. is so good. Absolutely. Between Herbert, his numbers. And then the difference is this. Justin Jefferson, he has the receiving yards. He has a ton of Claypool gaudy numbers where Claypool has the touchdowns. So depending on how people view that as well, because Jefferson, man, he's doing some things, man. He, and he's doing it with Kirk Cousins too. So I do think that they, they will make a case for that as well. I mean, it, let's be real about it, Kirk Cousins. I mean, he, he, <laughs> sometimes you like it, sometimes you don't like it, you know? You like that? So That's why he always asks you, do you like that? Because you never know with him. He's like, I, I, I don't like that right there. I, I don't like that. Give me give me the other Kirk. Last one from Steel City Champs. Um, and I just forgot it, so now i got to scroll back to it. Oh, he asked uh, if we're getting a Thanksgiving Day show. You are not. This is it. This week. No, no, no. Your Thanksgiving show starts at 820. Well, that's right. You are. That's right. On channel uh, NFL Network or, or 212, whatever channel you, you operate uh, on. Appetizer at 1230. Yeah. Appetizer at 430. Absolutely. Well, and actually, then, actually, and then the show at 830. You probably don't even want to watch the 430. That'll mess, mess you your appetite like? up. It's like 830 is the show, right, yeah. that you came to see. But yes. you get a warm-up act at 1230. You get a yeah. warm-up act at 430. We, we, we don't watch the warm-ups. It's like previews. <laughs> sometimes the previews are good. Sometimes they're a miss. <laughs> Joseph says here there's only one answer. If the Electric Factory was an adult beverage, it would be a Four loco, like pre-regulated Four loco. <laughs> not the Four loco, man. You bringing back just horrible memories from college. Lord, not the Four loco. Oh, wait. <sighs> All right, Motsi. We got a bunch more uh, tweets rolling in here, but they are 
all uh, with predictions attached to them. So let's take our last break. On the other side, we will wrap up with your prediction tweets. We'll give you what we think happens in the game. And, of course, you know, all right, we got to keep some things uniform here. So I wrote down some bars over the last hour and 25 minutes here. (laughs) We'll sing our Here We Go song version 2.0 this year for the Baltimore Ravens before we get out of here as well. So tweet now or forever hold your peace for a long time because we ain't coming back till next week with a belly full of tryptophan. Hey He's now. Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. Let me tell you about a place somewhere up a New York way where the people are so gay, twisting the night away. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Listen, you know if it's going to be our only show this week, all right? If it's our last show of the week, we got to get out of here with some Sam Cooke, right? We got to I mean, twist the night away. I thought that was mandatory. Mandatory. A requisite requirement here on if, the Steelers Blitz. If you Blitz. didn't play it, I would have been offended. And you know I don't get offended easily. But if I do get offended, I hold on to it forever. Let me ask you this, Arthur Motes. How do we do this here? Because, again, we're kind of on our toes with this show today. Do we read the tweet predictions and then we sing the song and then we give our predictions? Do we sing the song and then just go to the tweets and then go to our How do you want to do this? I feel like you got to drop that song first. Okay. And then after you drop the song, So let me fade fade Sam out of here. So I think we drop the song. Go song. We will read their predictions, and then we will end it with us. That's how. Okay, that's let's the way end to it with it. us. All yeah. right, all right. So drop that beat. Sounds about right. Turn me up in the headphones. <laughs> I need more snare. <laughs> there it is. Where's my snare? There, oh, there. I have my drums now. All right. All right, Arthur Motes. No excuses, but I wrote this one on the fly during our commercial breaks. All it's right? all good, man. I tried to get this environment as close as possible to what you cook it. So we cheer the Steelers, the black and gold. Okay, I got that part. This town of Pittsburgh's heart and soul. But but what else, though? Well, the Steeler Nation has the best radio hosts. In the electric factory, we listen to Euler Remotes. Okay, talk to me then, man. What's up? 10-0, and and we're starting to cook. Over his shoulder, Lamar better look. He fast, he not that fast, Because on the hunt, here comes TJ and Bud. Gonna get that purple jersey full of mud. Here we go. Oh, yeah, man. Listen, I typically like turkey on Thanksgiving, but we eat rat bird this year, and I cannot wait. Who wants some raven? You get some raven. You get some raven. Fried raven for you. Smoked raven for you. Everybody get some raven. Second verse. Woo! Yeah, Baltimore is falling apart. Oh, they falling so apart. King Henry, bless his heart. He needs some milk. Yeah, you and Ratbirds had your fun. But never forget, it's the AFC North that we run. We always run the North. You know that. We let you borrow it last year. But now, it's coming back to the rightful owner. And if you're not careful, you might be watching us on TV come play on top. So you better act like you know something, baby. Verse 3, give them that ooh-wee. They might be ravens, but they're really turkeys. They lay. Snacking on rat bird like it's beef jerky. Little chewy, he's the season. Once again, here comes the Steelers pass rush. And on Thursday, we go to 11 and 0. That's a big trust. Shots fired. Big trust. Cake practice. 
Hope to get a dub. Not happening. Holiday Boogie Man. That's us. The Steelers are the Hollywood are the holiday boogie man. Y'all remember what happened last time y'all came here on the holiday, right? You remember what happened last time you out here on the holiday? Oh, y'all need a reminder? Okay, well, come on back right here on Thursday. We'll give you a good old-fashioned reminder. We're going to wear them Colorverse jerseys, too, just the way y'all like it, since we always kick y'all butt with them things on. Let's go. Arthur Motes, there it is. My hastily scribbled down Baltimore ver Baltimore Ravens version 2.0. Yeah. Here you we cooked. go, song. Now you cooked that right there. That was fire. Well, thank you. I appreciate I that was the best it. one. Honestly, that was the best one you've done all year, man. Yeah. One. You know, you guys say that every week. No, 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 but this time's different. If you're though. saying that just to make me feel good, I, just just know, it's I working. mean, I'll take it. I'll it's take working. it. It's working. It's working. You know, Arthur Motes, I say this from time to time, all right? Uh, they do pay me to do this show. Uh-huh. I mean, not you know, not exactly handsomely. They do pay me I to mean, do I this mean, show. I mean, we know his love is to they this do thing. Pay like, us. You get paid, I get free food. They do so that's pay, how we operate They here. do pay us to do this show. Maybe not as handsomely as we would like. They do pay us to do this show, but you know what? Uh, compliments and retweets and follows on Twitter, I mean, you can just pay me in that currency, Boom. too. <laughs> Speaking of which, Last Chance Saloon at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. And we have gotten a ton of tweets today. If this tweet were a Thanksgiving turkey, Arthur Motes, Ooh. the FBI would be knocking on our door Uh-oh. with all these tweets. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, you got... Hey, now. How many people you got in there? Wait a minute. Violation. Right. <laughs> Are these tweets socially distanced? That's the real question. <laughs> we got a lot of them, okay? So I'm going to do my best to roll through these. If I miss your tweet, I, I really apologize. We have gotten... No, he doesn't. He does not care. We have... <laughs> he <laughs> does not care. <laughs> We do not care. But I do care because because I love I love the participation. I love the electric factory. But, folks, th- we love it. The participation has been off the charts these last couple weeks as the Steelers continue to cook and keep rolling. Yins are cooking and rolling on the Twitter.com, so I'll try to get them to them all of here. I see what you did there. Yins are cooking. Yins are cooking. Yins are cooking. I'll cooking. try to get to all the tweets here. If I don't, I really apologize. All right, but please don't put me on the naughty list and we, when we start thinking about Thanksgiving next week. Uh, Trenton, Steelers 27, Ravens 17. Uh, Dakota, let's go. Early game week. My score prediction is Steelers 24, Ravens 21. Bud, two sacks. Hey, now. Hayden and Nelson each get a pick. Uh, James Washington scores a long touchdown. I need that. (laughs) I need that. What up, James? I need that. Jason says, uh, no turkey this Thanksgiving. We're deep frying rat bird instead. Mm -hmm. No trip to fan to take us down. Steelers 33, rat birds Three. Listen, it's a little extra chewy when you're chewing on Raven, but I done had them for the holiday a couple of times now. It still tastes the same. All right, just a little, little extra seasoning salt, throw a little, little voodoo on that thing, and you all right, man. Randy says Steelers 37-25. to James Washington scores a touchdown. Look at that. James coming up early here, I buddy. I it. What up, James? Bud and TJ, four sacks combined, and a pick six for Mike Hilton. Mm-hmm. The lit one. Lit, 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 lit. Rebecca, Steelers lay the smackdown 24 to 21. Uh, Juju goes off, two touchdowns, TJ, two sacks. Brian says, Steelers over Ravens 30 to 17. Okay, okay. Edmonds with a pick six. Go from two picks in one game to a pick six. I like this. I, Let's I will get it. I will take Let's that. Get it. I'll, I'll allow it. Buddha 71 says Steelers 28, Ratbirds 12, five sacks and one or more turnovers for the Steelers defense. I mean, they've had his number. They've had Lamar's number for a while. Uh, Blake tweets us here. First time tweeter from Heinz Field West. Well, what thanks, up, Blake. Dude? Welcome to the party. That's where I need to get the, you know, the, I need to get the diehard Bruce Willis. Welcome to the mm-hmm. party, pal. Every time Absolutely. someone tells us they're a friend. I'll get that in the system one of these days. Uh, Steelers win 24 to 16. Hayden or Nelson get an interception. 
Uh, and he says, Wes, keep the good hair game strong. Moats, don't let Wes bully you. Hey, I appreciate that. Don't let Wes bully you. Know, you know, this, this is sometimes I don't feel like this is a safe work environment. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to file an anonymous complaint, but he found it and I got nervous. So I had that like I didn't write it. <laughs> That's like Andre the Giant uh, saying, don't let Rey Mysterio bully you. Hey, man. Elephants are scared of mice. Rudy says Steelers 24, Rat Birds 20. He also wants to know who you think going to win the fight this weekend, Tyson or Jones. Oh, father time. That's who's going to win the fight this weekend. I'm going with y'all must have forgot. Give me Roy Jones Jr., a.k.a. Captain okay, Hook. Fine, I'll take Iron Mike for the for the show banter. Yeah. Uh, Cuban Dan, Steelers. Knock his head off. <laughs> Uh, Steelers 27 to 19 Steelers versus the world That's what our buddy Cuban Dan says here um, Alright let's keep rolling through the predictions I love his name Cuban Dan that's, that's my guy right now man Me too me too I'm rolling through the predictions here uh, Kayla Steelers 32 What up Kayla Ratbird 17 Call the Ra- Ravens like a Thanksgiving turkey uh-huh. Speaking of which what's your favorite Thanksgiving pie you can only I tell you I don't discriminate one. man I, I'm Sweet potato and uh, pumpkin see, pie I eat them both I eat them both He's seeking comfort. I eat them both. No, seriously, I eat them both. Like I, oh, will, I do too. If it's not both available, I'm mad. Like I want Same here. both. That's and I'm, yeah. I'm I'm like that with with, with pecan pie yeah, as well too. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm very like particular uh, about that. But like, if I could only pick one pie on Thanksgiving, it's got to be pumpkin. Got it's got to be the pumpkin, baby. Randy says, "Happy Thanksgiving, guys." Steelers, thirty-five to ten. I like that. Happy, happy I like Thanksgiving that. to you as well, yes, Randy. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Likewise, igualmente. Igualmente. <laughs> You. Uh, Thrash says, I'm like a deer in headlights having to make a prediction this early in the week. <laughs> but I'll say Ravens 17, Steelers 24, late touchdown drive, wins the game in the last seconds of the game. He's going with the drama there, Thrash is. All right, let me double check here, Motsi. All right, I'm going to do uh, another run through here. I say, because I can't give my tweet, I can't get my score prediction if they still got predictions out there. I'm just throwing it out there, okay? I have to be the guy bringing up the end. Antonio says 28 to 10, Steelers overwhelm the Ravens early. Uh, run games takes off in the second half. We cruise to 11 and 0. James Conner over 130 yards. Uh, Minka pick six as well. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, you two. I'm beyond thankful for the Steelers blitz and the Electric Factory this year. Well, thank and you, I'm Antonio. I'm thankful for you. We are, and everyone else is in the power grid and the megawatts, man. It definitely touches Folks, our heart, man. We appreciate y'all, you know, man. Words can't express it. You do not know how much easier this job is when we have your participation. Trust I mean, me, man. It's true. It's a very weird dynamic of like when you first start mm-hmm. doing a radio show, right? You have to build that audience. Yep. And as you build your show, the show becomes more easier. But a big part of that is because of the audience. Absolutely, it's, man. Especially, I mean, we talk about uh, Moats and I, we did what? Five or six months of, of radio without sports with nothing. And we were doing a three-hour yeah. show every day. Crazy. We wouldn't have been able to do it without your guys' participation, without you guys asking us good questions that stir up in, uh, you know engaging conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are thankful for Yins as well. Harry Trust says— Trust me, man. It, listen, when, whenever this whole thing ends, we need to have like a big megawatt just get oh, together. Oh, Power yeah. watt, power—I mean, on, power grip, listen, megawatt just lean Next up, like, season on the geez, North Shore man. before a Steelers game, all right, we're having a tailgate. We need to, bro. We're having it, it a tailgate. Awesome, having a tailgate next year. Uh, Harry says Steelers 31, Ratbirds 28. Mm-hmm. All right, Arthur Motes, I'm hitting the refresh button here for the last time. So tweet now, we'll forever hold your peace. Corey says Steelers 31, Ratbirds 14, one of your best diss tracks, by the way. Told Thank you, you. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. That was from the heart. I can feel the passion with that thing too, man. <laughs> and uh, last one here. Last one. Prediction from John in Texas. Steelers 27, 
Ratbirds 10. I like it. Arthur Motes. I like that. That's clean. I think it's time for us to uh, to give our predictions Can here I go before first, we get please? out of here. Now, wait, hold on. I don't want to wait, bro. I, I, you always make me wait. Dude, now, now. I, well, I just we gotta hit some music here. You Get know? It now. So here's Wait the question: Do we go? Since we're not doing show you the money, all right? So if you'll allow me, because again, this is a 50-50 proposition on this show. We make all decisions together. It's fifty-fifty. Yeah. yeah. Why the check say fifty-fifty then? <laughs> well, that's what I, that's what I'm on. Uh, you're funny. I mean, you're funny. Uh, since it's a 50-50 proposition here, right? I would like to play a different song than our normal show me the money Let's song. Cook, here. It's Tuesday, bro. Okay. Okay. On Tuesday is is groundbreaking. It's kind of like. When you first discover a new land, you know, you should make your own rules. Call it Thanksgiving today. <laughs> this land this is land. your land. Sorry. This land is my land. <laughs> From Hinesfield West <laughs> to Cuban Dan. Just do what we want to do. It's all good. From Jason in New Hampshire. They go they go they go make a holiday for our Tuesdays after we did that today, man. Let's get it. Steelers Nation is the land for you and me. Boom. All right, let's do it. Hey, 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 hey. As soon as the music plays, I instantly start like tapping my foot, bobbing my head. I'm I know, for, right? Looking for. <laughs> He's fumbling! Hey, He's stumbling! No, he could! But he go. circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills! The oh, New York oh, football oh, giant. Spike all stops. He's rumbling. He's stumbling. Oh, he's. Whoop! Whoop! We're going to make the guy miss. Whoop! Adrian Peterson, he cut. Go! Oh, 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 no! He's telling at the five yard line. Arthur Motes, Steelers, Ravens, Thursday at Heinz Field. Before we get to our predictions, our buddy Brian Bacco. Says I'm picking COVID to win at this point. Oh man, and, and I, I hate to say it, but the Ravens—they said today they have more positive tests, so they already are working virtual solely today because of the two tests yesterday were positive. But apparently, have more going on today, so it's gonna be interesting, man. Short week, short but week. Backo says, <laughs> but if there is a game, how can I pick Baltimore? No, no chance. Steelers 31 to 10. S- says the guy that picked Backo. the Texans to beat us one time. I mean, uh, talking about how this, good he is. This Mr. Backo is, is, you realize that every week so far this season, Motsi, I think except for two, he's picked the Steelers to go over 30 points. I, I mean, no man. He is predicting the point. It's like a Big 12 football fan out here, Brian That's Backo. what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Arthur Motes, Thursday night, Heinz Field. The turkey is on the table. What say you? Man, so for me, it's a beautiful game. It's an easy game in terms of score predictions. I have it 24-21. I think it's going to be a little bit of the back and forth early on. I do think we'll be in control. I think at the end, it's tied up, but seven does what he does, marches down, game-winning field goal by Boss into the open end zone as well. I wanted into the open end zone for the dramatics because they're going to be talking about how well, man, you know, it's kickers kicking into the open end zone, plus 40 yards, man. The percentage is this, this, and this. Yeah, and then my man Bob's going to do what he does. So that's my vibe. 24-21 Steelers, you say? Absolutely. 24-21. Steelers. Backo said 31-10 Steelers. I'm more aligned with Arthur Motes. I'm going 21-17 Pittsburgh. I like it. I like 21 it. 21-17 Pittsburgh. I mean, you know when these two teams match up, it's going to be it's going to be close. I mean, I- I'm trying to think. That's the one thing we know. My four years playing here, we only blew them out once. 
four years playing them, and we played them, what, three times one season. There's only one game where it was a blowout. Everything else was a one-score game, man, for either party. So, yeah, yeah. Arthur Motes, that is quite often the way the cookie crumbles when it is Pittsburgh and Baltimore. And, yes, I expect another close one Thursday night at Heinz Field. Wow, that'll do it for us this week. I tell you what, this week really flew by. It's fast, man. <laughs> but you know what? When they get in season, man, sometimes you just got to keep rolling with it, you know? Last one here. Midwest Mouse says Steelers 28-14. to Terrell Edmonds, a.k.a. the Freakazoid, with another pick. Mm-hmm. The Freakazoid. I like that for I 12. like that. I had uh, somebody call into the Afternoon Delight yesterday, Motsi, um, that said, how about chunk play Chase for Chase Ooh. Claypool? He said it has no, it has no, no, it has no reference to Canada and it has no reference to Tron. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and you think about this, man. He creates chunk plays even if he's not catching the ball. He's still drawing the the crazy pass interference penalties as well. So I mean, I, I like that, man. I like it too. I like the participation we got today. I love Thanksgiving. I love the Steelers. I love this show. I love everything. We're thankful for Yins. We're thankful for a ten and zero football team. We're thankful to be doing this. Uh, still, Arthur Motes, when a lot of our colleagues in this industry have uh, seen their jobs disappear, have seen their jobs go away this year. A lot of different people in our industry that, you know, this time last year, we're doing yeah, what, what, we Arthur, it up, man. what Arthur Motes and I do for a living uh, around sports, whether it be radio, TV, writing, whatever, that are no longer doing that. Uh, so we are still very thankful to be here rocking. Absolutely, man. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. And you know, as long as we're here rocking Arthur Motes, it's always going to be a party. So let's hit the music and get out of here. Hey, now. Now, see, this is weird because normally when when the, when the hoop there it is comes on, it's it's you signing off uh, at the I end know. of the week. But, but you know what? I got you. Don't trip. You want this? I got you. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, man, so you know what it is. It wasn't a most host Friday, but we had a little most groove action on a Tuesday. And I have to give a shout out to everybody that is in order. First, I got to shout out my producer, man, Wesley Yula on the ones and twos. Doing what he does best, cooking it up, man, right-handed and left-handed. It does not matter, man. He's got the juice. Secondly, man, I got to give a big time shout out to the Power Grid, the Megawatts, man. Y'all did a phenomenal job. Again, the participation brings a tear to my eye every time I see those tweets, baby, every time. Thirdly, I got to give a shout out to my co-host, my partner in crime, the guy running the show on the other side, (laughs) Mr. Wesley Euler. Shaq and Kobe, baby. Yes, indeed. And I got to shout out my little man, Gray Motes, man. He's in the building with me Jeez. again, man. Always holding me down as my little wing man right here, my sidecar. So, with that being said, man, enjoy your holidays. Enjoy the game. Stay safe. I am thankful for every single one of y'all that are hearing my voice through the airways right now. So, you know what to do, man. Eat turkey. Watch Steelers go 11-0. And, uh, as always, you know the place to find us your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers mm-hmm. Nation mm-hmm. Radio. Wow. Point blank. Tennis juice I drink and bent and bent as a puff on tank. Rock the mic. Uh-oh. I crazy and rip.